welcome to Vision Scope, a program designed to educate and inform on matters relating to disabilities. My name is Wilbert Williams. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Vision Scoop. I never take your listenership for granted because there are so many podcasts out there. There are thousands of them and you could have chosen to listen to something else rather than tuning in week after week. So I deeply appreciate it and I hope you'll continue to stick and stay with me. Now recently, King Rocco and I interviewed Shem Melhew. Shem is a gospel artist. He was a probation officer on the island of St. Lucia and he he was also a guidance counselor. Shem talked about the hurdles he had to overcome in his Christian faith and you know told us of his successes so I trust you will be able to glean something from it so sit back and enjoy the interview Yes, indeed, great people. We have a special guest in the studio, international gospel reggae artist, all the way from Castro, St. Lucia, Shem Melius, I tell you. I'm sure some of you remember last year, myself and DJ G-Fire had him on the Ultimate Praise Party. What a show that was. Also, um, he's a provision, I think a former provision officer, also guidance counselor. So, good evening to you, Shem. How you doing? Hey, good evening. I'm great. I'm great. I'm wonderful. Yeah. Hi, Shem. Nice to have you joining us in this studio today. Shem, may, let's 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 start at the beginning. Who is Shem Melhews? Ah, uh, well, Shem Melhews is um, I mean, a young male individual. I'm one who loves the Lord. One who just love um people. Um, love to see. Um, persons attain the full potential. Um, I'm a musician, I'm a writer, I'm a, a singer. They call me a producer as well. Uh, I just love music. Mm-hmm. I love writing about social issues because I feel social issues are things that we go through on a normal basis. Um, and it's one thing that happens within every society. Um, so, in a nutshell, I am Shem Melius. I'm from the beautiful island of St. Lucia. Yeah. I'm actually from Labry. Labry lives in Chozel, but still St. Lucia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so what 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 caused you to decide to focus on music? Um, and, and, and you're a gospel music artist, but what led you to focus on music um well i grew up within within um a family that was 
church-going family, so they are mainly Christians. So I grew up among that. And um, I was exposed to music from a very early age. So it was not something I decided to venture into and say, well, I'll try and do this. I was exposed to it. I was taught to play the guitar by my older brother at the age of maybe like five, six. They were pretty young, you know. Mm. Um, my dad brought in an instrument at a young age, and, and I was just messing around with it a lot along with my other brothers. So um, I was exposed to it, and it just seemed natural. For some reason, I seem to have been someone who loved to write so i wrote little storybooks in my younger days um i wrote poems in my younger days and it inevitably turned into songs so that is why i'm here today as a songwriter as a musician it was just something i was exposed to um and i love it uh, for some reason i seem to love it so you are a, 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 you are a musician in your own right. You are a songwriter, um, and you are a singer. Yes. Uh, which which yeah. one? Which one do you love more or most? <laughs> <laughs> That's a difficult uh, one. Eh? It is. It is a very difficult question because they all they all weigh heavy at a specific point in time. Mm -hmm. There are times where music is soothing to me, so I would play just to soothe myself. Mm -hmm. Writing would be the expression of what I have in my head, and so I write it. And singing is the, well, okay, maybe, let, let me say singing. I think singing and performing would be good. It, it would be the better thing, because it gives me the opportunity mm -hmm. to express what I have placed on paper and mm -hmm. relate to who needs to help. So how yes, long, how long does it people. how long does it take you to write a song? I mean, is it is it something that you you go to bed and you get you know, you get the music in your head or it takes time for you to write these songs? How, how does it come? Interesting. I will say that it varies. Mm. Um, as you rightfully said, I have gone to bed and just get songs in my head and have everything in place. I have sat, written a song from start to end. I mm. have also had songs that um, took me about five, six years to write. So you get an inspiration to be, and you just leave this alone. Mm -hmm. um, there's nothing pertaining to that song that comes to your mind. But five years later, you get something that just adds to this and completes the song. So um, various songs, various music, various melodies, mm -hmm. um, it varies. It varies significantly. It could be five seconds, it could be a minute, it could be years, it could be weeks. So there is no, there is no set formula for writing. It just depends on how the inspiration flows. Definitely, definitely. Yes, yes. Hmm. Um, I got a question here. So, I mean, for you, Shem, as a young man, before, I mean, what is it, I mean, you would always want to do in life before music? Mm. Um, <laughs> before music, I was not too sure, but as I... I went to the secondary school. I started realizing that I love 
um, to understand people. Um, but music came first, so I did a lot of other stuff, but I was thinking that it's like I always want to be probably like a counselor, maybe a lawyer. Those were some of the things that um, always resonated in me. Like I want to be able to, I think it's assist people to be able to assist. And it could be because of my background as well. You know, sometimes you experience certain things in life and, and you need to get some understanding. And going through things like constantly, you know, psychology, whatever it is, um, there is a process that you go through that you get a reflection on who you will. Um, some of the bad experiences that you would have had as a child or just growing up and then you would like to be um, that mouthpiece maybe that um, mediator or, or whatever it may be to assist someone or prevent them from going through that or lighten their blow um, mm -hmm. as they go through whatever trial. So I think that was one of my main things even while in music or before. So, Shem, so what are some of the bad experiences that make Shem the person who he is today, if you wish to say? <laughs> yeah. I, um, I think it was my family dynamics. Um, my family dynamics. I grew up seeing, um, just having some experiences. So, So I had some challenging times while growing up with my father, but we have a proper relationship right now. Um, and all of that was part of the journey. Like as I went through life, I started realizing like what was going on, why did this happen, what was it all about. So those were some of my experiences. Um, just experiencing some rough days, you know, not having too much, not having enough, and. Um, being able to go through that, seeing how my parents as well sacrificed and and did what they have had to do for us as the children to survive, that was one of the driving force, you know, the behind everything. So those were some of my challenges, just some tug of words, you know. Did that? Did those those experiences push you into the church? Well, I was already there, but it, um, I think it solidified my faith in, in my dependence on God. Um, yeah, it helped. It helped. It really helped the process. Um, mm -hmm. It also helps my writing as well, because I have first-hand experience to write about. How did you feel when you realized that your mother was in church? Your father was in church, and yet there was a broken situation. How did that affect you? Talk to us about that. Take your time and recount that because that is important. Very interesting. Um, this experience was um, dark and sad at the same time. And, and I will give an explanation. For example, um, I could remember this day where I had to go to this rally. This rally, there were many churches, maybe uh, about 14 mm. of our churches coming together and, and you know, to assemble. A, but I had, a church rally. Right, a church rally. Yeah. But I had this um, 
serious altercation with, with, with my dad. It, it almost was physical. Hmm. And I had to leave. I had to get out of it. And um, my mom stepped in. And um, I went I went to church. I went to church that day. But and all the time, I'm an artist. I'm a singer. And, and you know, people know me for who I am. But going to church... Hmm. You cannot really go inside and function. And I sat underneath for mango tree and I was just chilling. I sat down with a friend of mine and I was telling him what I went through in the morning. Mm. And I remember telling him, can you imagine I went through that this morning? And amazingly, like I am now sitting underneath this tree. I am at the function and persons could just be saying, look at him. He's outside. He should be inside. You, you know, there are all those things, those realities. They, they become judgmental. Yes, yes, yes. Mm. And so those are some of the experiences that I've been through. Um, you go through this one challenge, which is within the home, and mm. then you have another challenge um, that is taking place in the sanctuary or the place that comfort is supposed to be given. Uh, but again, we cannot blame people. If I am going through my own issue, it's a high possibility that some other person is going through their own issue. With them. And so, as I grew old, I start to recognize that. Listen, we have to depend. So yeah, but don't 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 go away yet. Don't leave yes, that. Yes, don't yes. leave that. How yes. did it did it shake your faith at any time? Um. How, how do I put it? It made me have some questions. It made me have some questions. That's a question. Like, uh, why are persons not able to see? Why are persons not able to discern? What is preventing persons from seeing that there is something deeper than what is on the surface? Mm -hmm. So it did not shake my faith in this pardon um who i know god and christ to be but it had me question a lot of things like the authenticity of um the giftings that are supposed to exist within the body of Christ. share so, with our share with our listeners some of those questions that you began to ask and how did you answer them okay so with with me, um, at some point in my my life, I did go on to missionary schooling, which is with youth mission. So no, but before you got there, yeah. before you yeah, got yeah. there, how did you deal to 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 go to missionary school? By that time, you had resolved some of the issues plaguing you, didn't you? What not necessarily. I was searching. I was mm. searching for an outlet where I could um, just maybe escape for a while mm -hmm. and um, be out of the environment, out of the surroundings, just to get an encounter with God. Maybe just, you know, when you when you come out from, if, if, if you believe that the problem is here, you just step out of it to really see if you could now see things from a different perspective. 
Mm-hmm. So with the questions that I had, with the experiences that I was having, I wanted to get out of it to, to really see. In my time of doing that, um, I had to deal with um, the approval of leaders to find out where I could go. Um, I needed the approval. Um, I got some challenges there. Um, but it worked out fine because... I think one of the other persons that were going went through whatever stream, a different stream. But I needed an approval from my pastor. Then he questioned me to find out whether I went for another source. And then I had to disclose, no, I didn't go for another source. He's the first source, he's the main source. And he gave me that approval. Um, so, so, so that was one of my things. Um, the other thing is that I, in my questions, I also recognize that as I went through that process i needed assistance from people some persons told me they have doubts whether i am passing what i will do i may fail on that process um because i don't appear to look like a christian and all of those things i i see and as i question i said they say you have to you have to you have to continue the quest to search and to read yourself of the environment and get this experience and this encounter with God so that you know for sure that you have dealt with this matter, God works through you, and you could come back renewed and be that person God wants you to be. So what was the what was the relationship like at that point? Did your parents um agree did they step in to help you what was the situation well um my mom assisted at some point which was um during the outreach there is an outreach aspect of it the initial part of it i paid for it because i i worked and i did what i had to do so i paid for the initial um, mm-hmm. classroom phase so i did that and the church and different friends and, and, and mentors who believed in me made investments made investments at that time yeah okay you know especially people from the church especially family and stuff like that dealing with stuff internally how difficult was it for you to actually go to your church or talk to your pastor about whatever deal, whatever situation you you guys dealing with at home um I'm not sure if I ever did that, but I think it it, it, it was at some point it became apparent. Uh, it was never dealt with in that way. I, I would say it was never dealt with in that way. Um, during my time, during my time at the school, we had. We had what you call it's a technique that you have in in counseling the the empty chair technique um some of those things happen we had that experience over there where you speak to whoever it was you know they they are not there mm-hmm. but they're not there but you speak to them right uh, uh, one of the members or one of the other students mm. become the representative of that individual and so it was there that I got um, my first set of experiences in terms of breaking through and breaking out 
or whatever it was, you know, like just to engage the struggle, to engage the actual issue. So it was, it was really there that I got to experience that, and not necessarily within my home church person. Shem, you, Shem, you love God, and you want to serve Him. Do you still have twinges of hurt deep down? I think I am. I'm pretty much clean. Um, but I will tell you. I will tell you another experience that I had. Mm. Um, <laughs> so, if you if you may have seen my photo, my hair now is is red. Mm -hmm. um, I had a nice experience, or it, it was a very heavy experience, where it became a problem within within an aspect of my life during during that time i think mm. i was at school i was at school and i never worried too much about my hair so i allowed it to you know express my identity as a black individual and you know i, I learned that mm. and that became a problem i could not be a part of functioning within the highest level i functioned within my church my mm. church was okay, there was no issue, nothing, and, and many others. But there were just some, a certain set of persons that prevented it from happening. And I went through a certain trial during that time. I endured it for about maybe three or four years. But, and during that time, I traveled doing ministry and coming back um, for about three to four years. And I will tell you, amazingly, this matter got resolved and I was not even aware. And yeah, and, and some of the persons that were instrumental in trying to overthrow it and do all of that, we are so tight. It's just amazing. And then we had this conversation recently, and, and we were just talking about, um, yeah, we had some hard times, but look at how it is now, and we, we see the betterment. So wow. I that experience to show um, while those hard times passed, they, they, they were yeah, fire, there were fires that there were fires that had to purify you right right mm. and so like earlier i listened to to the conversation about um a child killing a child and mm, the different yes. matters the different yes. um, issues that take place in society mm. and we find one of the main things is that we are not able to resolve our conflict our yes. conflict resolutions so true it's very so bad true. And I was able to gain that kind of thing. And it comes with experience, it comes with years, it comes mm. with um, pruning and all of those things. And, and I am happy where mm. I'm at mm. and how it has happened. Mm. It has caused me to grow because, again, when I look back, I also see that I have learned maybe there's something I could have done differently mm. and um, to avoid certain things, maybe. Uh, but I must say, where I'm at now, what has transpired regarding how I was treated before, with mm. how I am now with the same individuals, I must say, it was worthwhile. Shem, talk to us about your your musical career. You have an album out now, and that you 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 want to tell us how that album came about, what prompted you to uh, prepare that album 
Well, I have two albums out. One is called Out of the Shadows. Um, and the second one is called Lead the Way. Which song on this album um, you enjoy singing the most? On the Lead the Way album, the song I enjoy singing the most is called Lead the Way. Lead the Way. Okay. Well, King Rocker, why don't we line up that song now and play it for our, our listeners? Um, Shem Melhew singing Lead the Way. Yo, this is the voice of the people in the ghetto struggling, yes. Na, 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 na. You know I could have been a robber, but that's not me. Yo, I cannot steal from the poor. Many don't know the struggle that you go through. Oh, how them love to sit outside and judge you. Yo, I feel sorry for this brother who got locked up for stealing 80 dollars. Let his name be praised always. Ah, let his name be praised, yeah, always See many trust in kings and governments to lead the land Some trust in president as a man who has the plan
What a beautiful song, as you said. Um, and it certainly is making a statement. Shem, talk to us about that song. What is it? What is it saying? Well, this song is saying um, many trust in kings and governments to lead the land. Mm-hmm. Some trust in the president as the man who has the plan. Mm-hmm. But I said, I stand firm on your word, true to the calling, because I place it all in your hands because you are worthy. And only God could lead the way, lead mm-hmm. the right way. And that's the first verse. Um, the second verse is a, is, is a story. I was talking to a friend of mine, and he was going through some marital problems. And as I, as I spoke to him, I was encouraging him and I said, listen, what really is happening? Because God could lead your way. So the, the second verse talks about when the times are tough and I feel like giving up. Sometimes I want to run away. Don't want to hear what no one sees. Mm-hmm. But in the quiet place, in my quiet place, you reach me. And in my brokenness, you teach me that only you could lead the way, lead me the right way. Mm-hmm. And the third verse goes on to say, you the way that leads me on, you the truth I'm standing on, you my shelter in my storm. And I will trust you through it all. So this song is both a testimony um, of the wonders and the great things that God has done. Mm-hmm. Um, it also shows my dependence on him based on my experience of knowing who he is. Um, so this is why I enjoy singing, and this is what Lead the Way is all about. So you 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 sing these songs in churches in St. Lucia. Have you done any international travel with your music? Well, I sang this song internationally before I really said it. I sang it, I sang it in New York in, what, 2020. The earlier mm. part of 2020, I sang, I sang okay. maybe about two churches. Mm-hmm. But you haven't done much outside of St. Lucia in terms of promoting your music, or have you? But, well, this album, not that much, because I released this album in 2020 um, mm. during COVID. Oh, yes. I released it in yes. April whilst COVID was at its peak and I felt it was a comfort mm-hmm. because it's at the time so I said definitely this is the, the ideal time to release it and just had it comfort persons and, and persons truly enjoyed it mm-hmm. where, where do you see your ministry your music ministry going What what is the future like for your music ministry right now um it has slowed down. It has slowed down, um, but I'm looking forward to jumping back. I I will say what really happened to me is um, in 2020, I came home to release this album, and everything was in place. And we were talking about tours beyond St. Lucia. So I would be Totola, Canada, the U.S., Europe. Those things were in line. You say you came home. So where were you? Where were you? I was in I was in New York for a period okay. of time, and then I came back to release okay. this album so we could 
do that. When I go home, COVID hits, and mm-hmm. I would say I went into something you call like a musical depression. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's what I call it because you know everything was just on a down low. I did events online and did all of those things, but have not left the island since. Okay, and so it's a matter of time to just bounce back. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, um, looking to God to guide. Hopefully next year, definitely, if the Lord wills that, um, it would be a good time to launch back out there, mm-hmm. um, release new music, and also this album, and relaunch it. Okay. Because the, the, the album seems to have a, a, a testimony there that people should hear, and it can help a lot of people. Absolutely, certainly do. Um, what you think is the solution? What for us? What 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 we can do as a people? I mean, especially with the young folks, um, bringing young people together. Um, in regards to what? Crime and violence, etc. Uh, Resol- resolving problems. I will tell you it would vary. Um, it's based on the situation. I'll give you one thing that happened recently. Recently, within a community um, that I frequent, there were two rival guns, young boys, almost ready to take each other's life. And the police officers called me, called certain counselors, and we came together. And then we spoke to the different fractions. So we spoke to the first set of guys, we spoke to the second set of guys. But before we did that, we called the parents first to find out what was happening. And we're talking about young people live with their parents. The parents were frightened. The parents had no issues themselves, but the, the, the boys had issues. And we called for the parents. We went through a process. Then we went, went and went through a process with the first set of boys. Then went for another process with the same, the second set of boys, and we had mediations, brought them together with the police officers, the parents, and we we had them iron out the issues, quarrel, get on, speak, but being respectful, and they were able to speak, and I mean they were fired up because you know it's tension, but one of the things that we got out of them, we got a commitment for them to be able to live within the society and not harass each other. And it's been months. We have heard nothing hmm. in terms of it. So it, 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 it's based on the situation. Based on the situation, um, you may need to involve the parents. But um, Shem, a- Shem, help, help me here. What do you do with young kids i mean youngsters teenagers who grew up as next door neighbors they grew up together they played in each other's yard and then all of a sudden they are enemies how do you bring them back together what do you do any ideas i i I know you don't have all the answers but what what do you do right Uh, it's a difficult question but one of the things I would say is from the standpoint of a mediator Mm. um, if you could get to hear Mm. the story from each side that's the start 
Mm. Once you get to hear the story from each side, that is the first start. Mm. However, the next thing that is important is to know what they desire. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. persons could have rivals, uh, and it's sad when persons grow up together, um, eating from the same table and yes. different things like that, yeah. and they fall apart. You you just cannot come in and try to think that there is mm. something deep that has taken place. One person may want to resolve it, but the other might not want, and that mm. is the stumbling block right there. Um, it's hard. It's hard because mm. each situation is unique, and I don't know what to say mm. and to what to do. But I'll say we have to pray about it. My first mm. thing is to get. Um, God's intervention. Oh and yes, definitely. And say, listen, yes. I want to know what. You yes. yes, Shem, I want to thank you ever so much for coming in and chatting with us and sharing your music and sharing your story, and um, wish you all the best for the future. And anytime you want, come again. Thank you very much. It was it was a pleasure. All right, people, we got we, we're gonna take Shem out with the morning joy. Take care. Good. All right. From the Lead Away album. Okay. Heavenly Father, I pray for someone who's hurting and is in desperate need of your direction. I pray they find their way in you. Yeah. yeah. Problems come and they may frighten you. You know that's true. And people you love, yes, may laugh at you, discourage you. But you've got to have a vision, pursue it with ambition, and to keep that fire burning. Look up to the life giver and know that never give up. Try your eyes. Cause joy comes in the morning like the sunlight shining bright Joy comes in the morning, never give up, dry your eyes Cause joy comes in the morning like the sunlight shining bright Yeah, drugs and crime, no they won't help you, but destroy you don't think of suicide in this your lifetime Seek out of mind Bringing peace to your heart and your weary soul He's a true friend And the love he gives is never gonna end That's why I say never give up Try your eyes Cause joy comes in the morning like the sunlight Shining bright Joy comes in the morning, never give up, dry your eyes Joy comes in the morning like the sunlight, shining bright Joy comes in the morning, never give up, dry your eyes Joy comes with the morning like the sunlight, shining bright Joy comes with the morning, never give up Joy comes with the morning like the sunlight Shining, shining, shining bright Oh, I 
any questions or comments regarding this program, please address them to norwill2 at gmail.com. That is n-o-r-w-i-l-l number two at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Have a happy and productive week. That's it for today. Join me next time when we will present another in the series, Vision Scope. Music was provided by Rennie Williams, Jr.